genre. to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we solve our problems with explosives as we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 3, one villain-defeating minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. Uh, my name is Jake Dragish, and with me is my brother Phil. Hi, it's me. And we're today's, <laughs> or this week's guest? This week, baby. This week? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, we got the bros on. Our resident Grim Reapers. Are, That's right. Uh, exactly. Yeah, we kill all the villains. We are here. Our resident angels of death. <laughs> Obligatory <laughs> to, uh, you know, comment on the deaths of characters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're glad to have you in full Reaper fashion today for minute 126, which is the one that begins with Peter uh, taking one last swing of the pipe cage. And ends with MJ running down the stairs to join, uh, the, to see the carnage and aftermath. Because, um, well, not carnage, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> to see the... <laughs> just, just the aftermath. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> to see the aftermath of the, uh, the fight. So this is, um, this is the venom, venom ending minute, I guess. Yeah. Indeed. So, yeah. So, um... I, I I have I, I wanna I want us to talk about the minute because once we've done that, I have a bunch of other stuff that I have to talk about that's really oh, cool. Fantastic. And lots of information about thing about things that I did research on and I need I need to get it all out. Oh. So let's oh, talk about yeah. the minute. Let's talk about what yeah, happens in the minute. Um, <laughs> okay, so, okay. Uh, the end result is yes. Um, so so we we start this. He he gives uh, <laughs> Peter gives one last swing on his uh, <laughs> bar bar cage. I don't know what you. Yeah. I don't know yeah. pipes pipe Whatever. cage. Um, his special and, musical instrument. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. And it's <laughs> it's starting to separate the the symbiote from uh, Eddie. And what I what I love about the way that he solves this problem. Like, I love that he just webs Eddie and pulls him out of it. Um, (laughs) like that's like, I just, I love that. I love that because like for a lot of reasons, one, it's just like, it's such a interesting way to do this, I guess. Like Mm -hmm. to like, he's forcibly removing them, but he's like doing it. For for like you know because he he knows better he's like Eddie you this is bad don't do don't. yeah this is, this really is real point. bad yeah. you need to get out of there for sure. whether you want to or not because I know how good it feels but like you got to get out of there and he's you just like, get out. Out. you're making me do Little, this son yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I think Toby really sells the physicality of it too because it's like um I, I don't know just like aiming the web slinging and the, the effort when he's pulling him out uh, I I think. Basically, what I'm saying is it works a lot better. Like, he sells it better uh-huh. than when, like, Toby was pulling MJ by a web earlier right. in this bit. Like, well, well, I, a lot of this reminds me of sort of the effort yeah. he had when he, uh, the train sequence in Spider Man 2. You know, oh, you can yeah. really feel yeah. Yeah. the weight. Bit of train face. The, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he, he sure gets him. He just yanks he him sure out. He sure gets him. And he gets <laughs> yanked out. <laughs> 
and we've got a scary monster left in there, basically. I love the yeah. scary monster guys. This yeah. this continues my theory cool. that this thing is a baby. Um the the, the it, symbiote. It, I, I think it's I think it's a screaming uh, that's right. infant. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. I think it's an infant symbiote. I think that thing that it landed in was an egg and it was it, it was mm-hmm. born out of yep. that egg. Uh, and, and now it's bonded with two hosts, but it's still like, it's still in it's like terrible twos. Like it's like a toddler. That's right. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. just yeah. It's throwing a tantrum <laughs> Scott, right now. I think Scott, yes. I know all of this because I have been listening to Spider-Man minute, Spider-Man three, <laughs> even nice to this day, you know, and nice. I know that there's a lot of guests that you had that were, you know, being recorded before you even started, uh, publishing these but yeah. at yes. this point man i already know i know the lore <laughs> yeah. nice, i know baby nice. venom i'm already a fan <laughs> this is probably the best like textual evidence for baby venom i think yes is the fact that when he's separated from eddie it screams straight up like a baby like that has to be a baby's cry in the sound mix somehow i didn't even yeah. think yeah. about it but you're correct you're yeah so specific <laughs> it's 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 throwing a tantrum it's it's yeah. throwing a, a, a symbiote <laughs> tantrum and uh I, I i it makes me it honestly it makes me like kind of scared to see what an adult symbiote would look like in comparison to right, this right yeah mm. yeah it's, it's they, they go all out like, in the animation here he looks oh no crazy. yeah i love this for me um i think we're going to be getting to that later on but for me uh watching spider-man 3 initially as with many of your other guests uh was kind of a disappointment and venom was probably the most disappointing for me but in this case this shot this part with the with the baby symbiote coming in and expanding like you know like a evil tar monster of (laughs) hell that was my favorite part because that looked more like what i imagine you know the ferocity of venom would have been interesting yeah yeah really big and i was expecting a fight scene yeah. Mm-hmm. And in terms of that, I, I love how as it's growing, you see Peter's face and he is like, oh, God, what is this? <laughs> like, I let this thing touch my body. Like, he, <laughs> he looks horrified. And then you cut to Eddie and Eddie looks like like a like a proud girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. They're like vaguely uh, Spielbergian reaction shots. Like, you know, whenever... You're watching a Spielberg movie and people see something awe-inspiring. We get these like yes. loving close-ups from from down up. Except like Peter's is a horror movie version and Eddie's is just a straight up like oh wow, to wow E.T. Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is my this is my buddy. Wow. And um, and Pete gets another swing in. Yeah. You know, on the on the first and it just hole. instantly shrinks, which is yeah pretty cool. He really looks like he's like played baseball or something before. Yeah, like it's a. I think it's you a think, good swing yeah, with Uncle yeah. Ben. Yeah, probably in the backyard. <laughs> the All American Dad. Yeah, well, Toby uncle. is. Uh, he was. Uh, he's auditioning for uh, for the love of the game two. That's Follow up. I can't wait. Yeah, me, me either. Still, still in uh, development, isn't it? Yeah, that's what they say. Still yeah. in development. Um, yeah, and then I, I uh, this is the second time we get to see uh, Peter throw a pumpkin bomb in this. Hooray! Yeah, it's amazing yeah. that these pumpkin bombs uh, seem to. What's the first time? Show up very commonly. Uh, when he when he when he throws it back at um, 
at uh, uh, Harry and uh, Harry. messes up his face real bad. Ah, right, right, right. Mm. Uh, disclaimer: yeah. um, one of us hasn't seen Spider-Man three in a few years. That is definitely oh, okay. so. so yeah. I apologize for my um, yeah, not we, doing my homework. Yeah, I didn't have time unfortunately <laughs> to watch it uh, beforehand, but uh, I think they'll make it more entertaining. That's fine. We've had some guests who straight up haven't seen the movie until okay. they watch well, their credits. Okay. So you know, it's it's all okay. safe then. We had one. We had we had one guest who uh, who still hasn't seen it, to the best of my knowledge. So yeah, that is impressive. <laughs> they only saw the five minutes that they were a part of. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so he uh, he pulls a pumpkin bomb and throws it into the uh, into the symbiote, and Eddie is very upset, and uh, I. There's something like I understand that the symbiote is evil. I understand that we're not supposed to like Eddie, um, but there is something about this moment that I like because he does. It's not like the way that Topher's playing it. It's not the power that he's sad that he's le- going to be missing. It really mm. does seem like he's going after. He's like trying to save his friend. Like, yeah, there's something about the way okay. that he plays this moment. Of him, like, what are you doing? Like, literally, from his perspective, Peter is just murdering his best friend. Like, the best friend he's ever had. Yeah. (laughs) And he, like, dives in to try and save it and uh, gets uh, exploded in the process. Yeah, I know, right? Like, but but like that's I that's the thing. That's the strength of I. You know, I honestly think that's the strength of Topher Grace's performance here. Is like. Yeah. Even even in a moment, it's like he understands this character, even if he's not getting to play it the way that is accurate to the comics. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I think because he right. he's a huge fan of this character of of Venom and of Eddie Brock, and you know he's having to play the character as a, a nega Peter Parker because that's the creative choice that Sam Raimi is is making. But he's still throwing in little things like this moment where, you know, he's like, no, but this is where you're going to get a little glimpse of what Eddie and the symbiotes relationship mm-hmm. actually is in, in the comics. Um, yeah. You know, like I can't rewrite the script, but I can play this in a way that hints at the uh, actual intention of these characters. Yeah. yeah. It's a very right. symbiotic relationship. <laughs> yes, it is. Hey. 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 <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how they pulled off this shot with the throwing the pumpkin. I bomb was wondering this as well. Yeah, and the diving. Yeah, I, my my guess is like a a computer controlled camera move that yes. they could like repeat it the same way each time. For sure. Yeah, so I, that we get Toby clean and then get uh, Topher clean. Yep, I, that's what I was going to suggest as well. And I believe maybe a part of the set is um, involved in one of the plates. So. I think that yeah, would be it. Yeah. I think that would be it. Also, yeah, it also, works. also, once again, swinging, swinging a bat earlier, and now he's pitching a baseball. <laughs> That's oh, right. He's great. Yeah. And he's really nice. good at it. Uh, I'm honestly surprised Tobey Maguire was never in a baseball movie. He looks like he would be. He oh, looks. Totally. He definitely does look like he has that uh, period. Old-fashioned yes. face. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, well, he's he... in great form. It all works. Yeah, yeah definitely. What is that film he's um, in where he plays a character like from the past? What's that movie again? Pleasantville. That's Pleasantville. the one. I still need to check that one out. Yeah, but. Mm. Pleasantville is actually the reverse of that. He's uh, he's playing a character from modern day and he's going into the past. 
oh. into a fictionalized version of the fictionalized past. Fictionalized version okay. of the past. Because yeah. he goes to do a TV show. Yeah. Ah. It's sucked in. It's fun. Got it's a really we did an episode movie. of the Weekend Bugle about it. Yeah, oh, we did. Well it really awesome. it holds up, and it and it and it and it's. I think it's probably a better movie now than it even was when it came out. Oh, so, yeah, things that might have seemed a little like goofy and on the nose or too exaggerated at the time mm-hmm. feel a lot yeah. more prescient these days. Um, cool, cool. Anyway, cool. an explosion goes off. Yeah, and uh, my favorite little detail here, right? Is the thing explodes, and there is one frame. One frame where you can see Eddie's entire skeleton getting vaporized. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I, man, there it is. I, guys, I have to say this is this was not my favorite in the theater because that the, means the yeah, this, seeing the skeleton because I have seen it. I have seen it. I still remember. I can still remember in my mind's eye seeing it in the theater, seeing that skeleton. Really? Why didn't I like this? Because that means that there's not going to be another Venom in this series. Oh, oh <laughs> I was I just disappointed because that's it. Okay, great. I was hoping them they could do it good next time, but you know. So, so your listeners, little did I, little did I know that yeah. something else was going to happen? Well, Phil, I've got news for you. Because oh, uh, <laughs> here's oh, no. here's here's the research that I came up with. Oh, oh boy! Um, there was uh, th- this was meant to be uh, the setup to a uh, Venom spinoff film that no was going way. to star star Topher Grace and be directed by Pleasantville and uh, uh, Sea <laughs> Biscuits Gary Ross. What? Yes. Oh, no way. Um, you yes. think we planned out talking about That's it weird. so we could connect everything? I know, and we didn't. Uh, and no, <laughs> not at all. Yeah, I just knew we did not. <laughs> um, but the uh, the release date was uh, meant to be Halloween Day, uh, 2012. Uh, Sick. This yeah. was uh, the original draft of this was um, written by a writer named Jacob Aaron Estes, who uh, at the time was very well known for a film called Mean Creek, which starred uh, Rory Culkin. He was the writer director of this film, uh, yeah. Mean Creek, and then he went on to direct Tobey Maguire and uh, Elizabeth Banks in a film called The Details. Oh. And his third film, uh, which is being released in um, 2019, from uh, it was a it was a independent film that was uh, then I think purchased by uh, Jason Bloom and is being released by Bloomhouse Productions called Don't Let oh. Go, um, which oh. which stars uh, David uh, oh, I forgot how to pronounce his name. Oh, the yellow? Oh, yeah, that's it. Yep. Oh, yellow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, and that's that's sort of like this weird like uh, 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 like murder mystery talking to someone in the past on a phone thing mm-hmm. um, to solve the murder mystery. Uh, so anyway, so he had written the first draft. Um, he was eventually uh, let go of the project, and then they hired a, a, a team of writers to rewrite his draft. And that team of writers, of course, was Paul Warnick and Rhett Reese. Um, mm. So. The original version of this film was basically that uh, Eddie used his death here because the thing about the symbiote is that the symbiote can um, even even in like a, a, a skeleton death uh, can actually uh, uh, you know bring you back because heal you. he can heal you because he he, uh. he was fully bonded with. Um, with the symbiote, and so the symbiote could basically reconstitute him. 
Um, uh-huh. And uh, he was going to rebuild him, and then he was going to go to San Francisco. And basically, the plot of Venom, the film that was me? released a couple years ago, <laughs> like with the addition, with the additional detail of like, I don't think there was going to be. I think the girlfriend thing was going to be like it was going to be a love interest for the film. Um, not uh, an ex-wife situation like in the film uh, as as presented. Um, but the yeah. idea was that he was going to become, he was going to be like sort of like an independent journalist and was going to be this uh, struggling guy in San Francisco building a relationship with the, the symbiote and everything. Um, but Venom would have been an anti-hero there uh, and Carnage was going to be the uh, the film's antagonist. Right. Um, but yeah, wow. no, this was just going to be a, a Venom film and it was going to be, uh, you know, it, they basically took Paul and, and uh, Rhett's uh, draft of the screenplay and uh, had them just sort of restructure it just around it, yeah. a mm-hmm. new yeah, a new actor playing the role. And so they uh, they changed things up and uh, wow. changed Carnage to um, the other thing. Fascinating. Yeah, because like the idea, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the idea of Carnage in their version of the script was that it was not it was it like i i don't know that um uh the uh the host of carnage cletus cassidy was going to be uh part of it because i think he was they were going to introduce him in the sequel and so like the idea mm. was that carnage was going to be a self-standing symbiote that was the uh sort of what was left over of the um the uh bonding between the symbiote and peter yeah and so it, it was like it was like the the symbiote was recreating peter when it recreated eddie it also was recreating peter but peter's not dead and so like it became this twisted evil thing and the idea was that like to like um uh, Eddie would have to come to terms with the fact that like Peter and the way that he was acting with the blacks with the symbiote wasn't the same thing. And so he actually like fights evil Peter as carnage in the film. And then that ah. carnage, that, that symbiote would then uh, go and find Cletus Cassidy and then become another thing in the sequel. Oh, wow. Okay. Crazy. That is complicated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um very very complicated. Yes. Um but I think it was the idea of like they kind of wanted uh Toby Maguire uh r- like in the film in some fashion. And so mm-hmm. that was how they were going to do it is that he was going to be like the villain of Venom. That is wild. That is yeah. pretty insane. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I yeah, never I, I didn't even know this was a thing. <laughs> Seriously like Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was canceled. Um, it was canceled when so like uh, Gar- Giz- Giz- okay, so it was canceled when um, uh, when Spider Man Four was canceled. Uh, but the idea yeah. was that actually that that Gary Ross wrote the final draft of Spider Man Four before uh, it was uh, it was nixed entirely. And mm-hmm. the reason that he signed on to write Spider Man Four was because they were giving him Venom to direct. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So wow. that was uh that was the original thing. So we almost had a Gary Ross Venom movie with Topher Grace and Tobey Maguire as the villain. God, I want to see that. I, I really do. <laughs> Me too. I wish. <laughs> Just like I think everybody wants to see Spider-Man 4. <laughs> that, no, that would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Probably slightly more people want to see Spider-Man 4, but yeah, I'm I'm in both camps, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. So your listeners have probably heard you speak on this, but I was wondering what was your guys' impression of the character Venom in Spider-Man 3, either when you initially watched Spider-Man 3 or later, or like what's your general take on how, how Venom was portrayed? In three words or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I actually don't know that I've really talked about like my first feeling about Venom, but I think it was mm. mostly, it was a mixture of like, the disappointment was definitely there because I, yeah. I think at the time I still really liked Venom as like a concept. It, I didn't realize, it, I, it didn't occur to me how weird and dumb it is uh, until like <laughs> later because um, it, it is it is a weird and dumb idea for like a Spider-Man villain. Like it's just, it mm-hmm. doesn't really make any sense. It's like, why, 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 why is one of Spider-Man's main villains an alien? Like that doesn't. That's weird. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, but you know, I, I I still really liked it at the time. Um, you know, just like residual '90s energy, I guess. Um, that I still had. Uh, but so I remember being like kind of disappointed, but like not really understanding like the rage people had for it, or maybe like intellectually understanding, but not really agreeing with it. Um, mm-hmm. And then. Uh, then like there was like that you know like the five or five to ten year period um no not it wouldn't have been ten it was like it was more like five years there was like a five year period where i was like oh yeah no those movies these movies aren't good you know and it's and it's because they're like yeah it yeah it's because they're they're so um uh earnest and sincere and it feels cheesy and bad um (laughs) and and i was like oh yeah no these movies aren't good and then after being in the MCU for so long where and, and, and seeing like all these other superhero movies where they're just like, Haha, comics pretty dumb, right? Um, well, let's make fun of it, but also do it and make a lot of money, but also make fun of it a lot because it's not, it's not, it's dorky. You guys are nerds. Um, I, I like, and then I watch these movies and I'm just like, man, I don't know that there's another superhero franchise outside of like maybe the first Superman movie um, mm-hmm. that like, went so hard on being making a sincere superhero film yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah it just happens so yeah, little uh because even mm-hmm. even captain america the first avenger a movie that i truly love even that has that section in the middle where they're like making fun of his costume um yeah it's, it's like a whole it's a whole like plot point in the movie where they're just like man captain america is real dorky and stupid isn't it um <laughs> and it's like look at him on that stage look all these real uh, look, these real soldiers don't like him he's yeah. punching hitler hilarious um it's it, hilarious it's, yeah so it's you know there's there's a lot of that going on and and so like watching these films uh after that i was just like i don't know what i was i was nuts because these movies are great <laughs> right and i right, wish yeah. we had more movies like this honestly i totally yeah. agree uh, but how do you guys feel about? Because look, when I watched the movie originally, I too was disappointed in how Venom was portrayed because I only had the knowledge of Venom from me, the old from you, <laughs> Phil, uh, but also <laughs> from uh, that old PlayStation One game. You yes, know? And the you PlayStation know, yes. game has this deep voice, and he's always looking Venom. like Venom. Yeah, he and then when like the that. movie came out, I was like, "Surf the web, surf the web." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and a I was like, spider. They went with this whole like you know revealing Topher Gray's face. You know, he can he can sort of peer out of the Oh, the yeah, the face, and, the face and, and thing. The, the come, thing yeah. where they blended both the the full Venom look and that. And I was disappointed mm-hmm. with that. 
Um, but I, w- I was wondering what you guys think about the whole, you know, triple villain threat in this film, as opposed yeah. to you know the focus on, let's say, the second film, like Doc Ock, and then the first oh, film. Oh, well, I, I I know the lore because I listened to the episodes in the past. Ah. Right. <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't want to ring the the same bell too many times right. for our our listeners, true, but true. Um, no need. It, it it sort of boils down to an idea that like, I. I think the ideas are interesting. I mostly only have problems with some of the execution. Like right. this take on Venom is, I think, a, a smart one to do for these movies. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the movie itself doesn't quite work. I mm-hmm. think if the movie itself had another couple drafts and they, you know, made some more connections earlier on and things like, or, or I, maybe I, one less draft. Um, is, I'm sure. <laughs> <it's> also, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's also that's fair. Right. Yeah, yeah. One I, get it. I know what for. you mean. <laughs> so yeah. it's yeah it's it's a curious like cultural artifact now where it's like people were way pissed about this but the concept's not that bad mm, no. um it just it it didn't quite work and and, and, and that's but okay like, the concept's not that bad but at the time when people had been waiting since the 90s to see venom in a movie right i think that was yeah, like yeah. I, I, and and this was like from for the best of their to the best of their knowledge like we hadn't done like reboots yet like that no. hadn't been a thing even superman yeah. was a sequel to those movies right so, like the yeah, only yeah. the only reboot that anyone knew of was batman begins that was like the first one uh, yeah, and even begins, yeah. I remember I, guess, I was confused. I was very confused when the movie came out, and I thought, "Well, how is this connected to Burton?" You're thinking, "Like, is yeah. it a sequel?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, when even gonna... <laughs> even even Batman Begins, and like, I guess to a certain extent, um, uh, Casino Royale was another big reboot around this time. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I think that I think that Check people that didn't out. quite understand like they thought like okay we got venom and now we're never going to get venom again and that's that's it yeah and i think now that we're in yeah now that we've gotten like a venom film and like that might not even be the last time that we get a different we might get a different venom down the road and everyone knows that i think people can go back and watch this and be like oh there's some value in this take on the character yeah that's right that's right yeah, because Casino Royale was one year before this, and Batman Begins was one year before that. And so <laughs> both of those movies came out in between Spider-Man 2 and 3. So it was yes. like, we weren't fully culturally there yet, mm. where I see a take on a character, and it's like, oh, they ruined him. You know? Mm, yeah. Oh, they ruined mm-hmm, Venom. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't guess, fix uh, this. It's over. Yeah. 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 But, but now it's just yeah. another superhero movie. Now I can watch this and be like, Oh, that's weird. Like, okay, yeah. this part's fun. Like, look at him protecting his face from the explosion with his gloved hand. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. It just it just takes off one pinky finger. That's all. You know. Yeah. Exploded the whole. But otherwise, guy. you know, guaranteed safety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hundred yeah. percent from explosions. I, that's what they teach you. You know, at the to- safety. Superhero training at yeah, the safety place, yeah. yeah safety place, yeah. <laughs> safety place. It's my favorite place. That's where I learned <laughs> how to be safe. <laughs> I had a thought about the explosion here, which was that um, I almost wonder if one of the reasons people reacted certain ways to this scene and the like um, was that it with Venom was the movie doesn't really establish any vulnerability to fire of the symbiote. Like mm-hmm. we only ever have a couple scenes involving, you know, the, the Sonic vulnerability. And, right. You know, if you if you play the games or read the con- comics, you always know. Oh, Sonic's in flame. Sonic's yep, in flame. Yep, That's yep, yep. you know the things that help. Uh, but so like in this moment when the the grenade like 
just obliterates it into nothing. And we see the skeleton, um, yeah. Yeah, the skeleton and everything. There's, like, I watch that now, and I'm like, that is delightful. Mm-hmm. Look at that go. Um, <laughs> but at the time, I think there might have been a feeling as well of, like, uh, well, this is, like, this is, like, the best, like, Spider-Man's best supervillain, and that's all it took? Oh, right. I like, guess. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I, for yeah. me, when I was watching that, I might be wrong here, but I do felt, I always felt like once the trailers came out and everything mm-hmm. and, and there was Venom and I was digging into what his design was and then I heard rumors about how Sam Raimi and I know you guys talked about that a while ago because mm-hmm. I listened to the podcast um, that um, <laughs> Sam, not that he didn't like so did Venom you, did he you didn't listen know. to the podcast? I did listen ah, okay. I, just I making was, sure yeah, I'm actually, just like two sure. days ago I listened to the last one that just came out <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, I know that Sam Raimi didn't know what to do with Venom in this story initially and he had to be convinced to do it but at the same time like when i was watching this in the theater i knew that he wasn't very interested in venom in general and i wasn't surprised seeing i always thought that like just that's it to me felt like they kind of squeezed him in i mean i haven't seen the movie in a while but it always felt like it was kind of like oh and there's venom yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. It, which is bizarre because, like, when you actually look at the structure, he's kind of the main villain. Yeah, like yeah, the, the symbiote is the main yeah. villain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's uh, yeah, because it is more complicated than they squeezed him in. The, the the what it actually is is that all three villains had lots of space to breathe, and then they yes. had to cut twenty five pages out of the script, and that's so right. true. Everything true. got truncated. Um, yeah, and and like that's, that's why. That's why Harry feels like he just disappears for half the movie. And that's why Sandman feels like he disappears for another like third of the mm-hmm. movie. Um, that's why Gwen evaporates and her father is in one scene in this movie. Right, and right. Doesn't do anything. Ah, the Princess right. of New York. Yes. The pony. The pony herself. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it, it is not, it's weird because it's, it seems like, and this is, this is why um, when people say like, Things like uh, they'll go see a movie, they'll watch a movie, and then they'll they'll say, "Oh yeah, the script for that was bad." And it's like, "Did you read the script?" Well, you have no well, idea. Well, no, I will, but I watched the movie, and it was like that. Watching the movie is not the same thing as the script being bad, because for all you know, in the edit room, they cut out all of the stuff that made Ooh, yeah yeah made yeah, the yeah. movie bad, and then suddenly you're saying the script is bad, but if you read the script you would see that all like the script is much better. So like, I hate it when people say, Oh, the script is bad. Having not read the script, it's a big pet peeve of mine. And, and this is, this is a good example of that in like a different direction where it's just like, uh, like, Oh yeah. Like they're, they, they really like truncated Spider-Man or truncated Venom. And it's like, well, I mean they did, but like they kind of truncated everything. Mm. Like, Oh, there's too many villains. It's like, well, is there too many villains or there's just not enough space for this many villains? Um, yeah. And it's it's a complicated right. thing. Movies are complicated, you know? And it's... it's Very uh, complicated. Yeah, it's, it's not... It's a, mir- <laughs> it's a miracle that any movie is, like, watchable. Yeah. When I you, know, like, right? I was going to say. Yeah. Track through all of the disasters that are happening on a day-to-day basis yeah. <laughs> as totally. you're making one. Totally. So when they're not, not just watchable, but, like, eh, pretty good. Like, that's a huge win. Yeah. yeah. It's a... Uh, yeah, the um, David uh, Sandberg, yeah, da- yeah, David Sandberg, Sandberg. the the yeah. director of Shazam, um, which if you guys haven't seen Shazam yet, uh, I think Have you guys not. would really really like it. Actually, cool. Um, it's it it feels like Sam Raimi made another spy- or n- another superhero movie. Um, mm-hmm. 
Oh. And uh, uh, so, so the director of Shazam, he does, uh, he does this thing on his uh, YouTube channel. He doesn't post a lot. He has but, a YouTube um, channel. He does. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, he he makes some videos and stuff, and like, because he he started off making like YouTube horror shorts. Um, he was the director of um, Lights Out. Lights Out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which was like the oh. the short film where the where the woman every time she turns a light off yeah. she sees like a shadow. Yeah. So that was him, and then he that that film like blew up, and then that got him like a career, and now he's like he directed Shazam. Um. So anyway, oh. he used. He used to do lots of like video blogs and stuff. And then there was like a chunk of time where he didn't really do anything because he was so busy. Uh, and then he just, he came out with a couple, few months ago, he came out with a new video that was about uh, Shazam. And he was like saying like, like he was like, he's basically like, if you, if you look at all of the jobs that a director does, the point of a director is yes, to have creative vision Yes, to make decisions, you know, yes, to do all of these things. But the biggest part of it is solving problems. Mm. <laughs> He's like fires. There are fires every day. And the thing that is going to make you a good director is that you can put out those fires. Right. And yeah. he shows like a couple of scenes in Shazam and explains what he did to to fix the problem like hmm. one of the problems yeah. there's like a scene in a mall where shazam is flying through a mall and the crew didn't know that they would be in the shot and they're just standing around in the background <laughs> and it's very <laughs> obvious that it's the crew and so he's like yeah we didn't know that he, they were in the shot even because we were so focused on our lead and getting the flying rig working right. and like, oh, this take is perfect. He did the flying yeah, right. Yeah. Good. And so, so he was so focused on that that when they got to the edit room, they so, saw basically the entire crew in standing right. in the background. <laughs> they were like, what are we going to do? Are we going to have to reshoot this? And so instead, they just CGI'd a bunch of bags and boxes in their hands. So they just look like they're shopping <laughs> at the mall. Right. <laughs> Yeah, or there's a whole ex- – it's much better in the – just go watch the video, but there's a whole extended bit about what jackets the kids are wearing in certain scenes because, like, in one scene – this isn't really a spoiler for the movie, but in one scene, like, kids go from being outdoors with their jackets to a scene where they're indoors to a scene where they're, like, in a magical place. Mm-hmm. So, like – the continuity of the costumes then determined how they had to rewrite certain scenes. And then like one actor didn't have availability for one of the days cause she was working on another project and they had to rewrite their, her scene around like all of these problems that they made in the, like what well, you would think of the writing of the scene, but it wasn't, the scene was already written. They had to just like redo the way the story worked there just revolving around the shoes and the jacket she was wearing. Right, right. So that yeah. you could have an internet commenter look at that scene and be like, oh, this is so dumb. The writing on this movie is so bad because so-and-so, why is she wearing a jacket that in its inside it's hot now? And yeah. there's a whole narrative behind mm-hmm. that choice that you don't have any access to. And unless by, you're making and by uh, uh, internet commenter, he means cinema sense. Um, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, good. Great. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's pretty good cinema sense takedown and it's just great. Also on his channel he has these uh like video diaries from making uh, a horror film Annabelle I think it's Annabelle Creation, whichever Annabelle movie he directed. Yeah, that's that one. Yeah, and oh, it's okay. ma- it's maybe the best like uh, behind the scenes how to filmmaking like special feature I've seen since the uh like Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings DVDs. It is <laughs> wow. so so good cuz he just he straight up is like, well, this is this is how this scene is directed, and I'm gonna actually show you how I talk to the actors, or like these are how these decisions were made. Like it's so, 
it's not just a behind the scenes it's like look how cool it is to like make stuff it's mm-hmm. this is how we made it yeah. um yeah. it's really great yeah that's um, a digression worth having anyway. <laughs> yeah, and anyway shazam's really good and everyone should go watch it um 100%. i will so, definitely will actually no <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, so, uh, but yeah, like it's, it's, a uh, the, the thing about the villains, it's like, it's not that there's too many villains. It's, it's, uh, a series of other complicated things that happened and yeah. removing yeah. a villain from this film wouldn't have helped because they had a release date. So if anything, removing a villain from the, from the movie probably would have made it even worse. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just just based entirely on like the situation that they found themselves mm, in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think, I, funnily enough, I almost wonder if part of the problem is that they waited three years. Like, if they had turned this around and it had come out in 2006, which it feels more appropriate for, by the way. Um, yeah. And, and they would have had less time to work on it. I almost wonder if the movie wouldn't have weirdly been better. I actually you know. Like, right. yeah. Just, yeah. Just because, like, they would have, like, had to make decisions faster, they wouldn't have been mm-hmm. able to, like, waffle, you know, as yeah. much as, as they did. Because there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of waffling uh, going on <laughs> when, when in, the, in, the, in the pre-production of this film of, like, mm-hmm. eh, maybe we could do this, maybe not. It's like, well, we have, like, we, we still well, got another Vulture, year. We, got can, another we year. can talk about this some more. Um, we'll do, we'll uh, do this with Vulture. Oh, I can't do Vulture. But we've got to have Sandman because Sandman's with the Vulture. Well, Vulture's <laughs> not in the movie anymore, but we have to have Sandman. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah so i I almost wonder if the movie wouldn't have benefited from having like a faster turnaround um and also i think it was a huge mistake to let sam and ivan write the movie but Mm. that's neither yeah that's neither here nor there yeah um speaking of sand uh (laughs) the tail end of this minute like pretty much the whole minute is just about the like the death of venom and all of the fallout with the symbiote and everything and then just like we look to the side and Sandman is just there. He's just yeah. there. He's just there. Just he's like sanding it up. Well, we, he's there. He's he, he's there and he's got like a big sand fist. Like he's ready to just go in there and punch some guys. Like he's, yep. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I've, I've got this. And then when he sees it, when he sees Venom die, he's just like, okay, never mind. And it just, <laughs> his hand like just melts away. And it's yeah. so weird because... I'm so used to him having like the big beefy Sandman arms that when it melts into regular Thomas Hayden oh, Church yeah. arms, yeah. he looks he looks anemic. Like he looks like there's, there's something wrong with him. Like that your hand your arm looks too small. What's happening? Ah, it's so true. It's so true. Yeah, just looking at it. I'm melting back yeah. and forth, seeing how it gets very strange. Thinner. You always um, think it's gonna stop getting thinner, but it doesn't, and it gets even more thin. And it's like wow. Yeah, forearms are weird, man. Yeah. Like, if you look at them from the wrong angle, they don't seem like they belong. On your- <laughs> right, it's true. <laughs> yeah, I always wondered about Sandman's motivation here, but I guess uh, we have a lot of time to talk about that next time for sure. Yeah, I think that's true. We're gonna have that's some true. some lighter minutes this week where we can peel things apart. That is um, true. Some lighter um, minutes for sure. Yeah. And then we do get like MJ running down the stairs. And I week. do need to point out the fact that uh, she is not wearing shoes. Uh, so she's like running around <laughs> a construction site without oof, any shoes. Oof, because, oof. Oh, God. Yeah, because her shoes, her shoes fell off a long time ago. Um, so unless she miraculously <laughs> happened to find them, <laughs> she's running around barefoot. No, she found some like work boots in oh, the construction yeah. site that's and it. she popped those on. Yep, that's, that's, that's what happens if you're in a construction site. You can find anything related to construction. People just leave boots around. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, they see the what, what you don't know about this construction site, right? So uh, as we learned earlier, they needed a lot of sand for all the Zen gardens that they're obviously building in this uh, oh, in this building. Is. But but also yeah, it is it is actually uh, they they they, uh, <laughs> they it's like a Asian household where like you do have to take your shoes off uh, right. to enter the premises. Yeah. So. Um, you know, all the construction guys, they walk around without, without any shoes. It's very, it very decent. It. Makes sense. Yeah. It's meticulous. Yeah. Right. Um, Canon. So lots of boots hanging around. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so MJ's safe. She's good. Yeah, yeah she's no, good. She's no, fine. No John McClane feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would watch a John McClane movie with MJ in the lead though. That would be. Oh yeah, be, sure. Be cool. Yeah. Right. Die hard, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. We're spiraling. I think, Thank you I guys. Think that's it. I think, I think, yeah, I think yeah, we I got think this one. A good place to, uh, to end it. I think. I think we yeah. covered it. Uh, ding dong, the venom's dead. Um, Farewell, we venom. Will- <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, but uh, if you guys want to talk about any of the things we talked about, like that Venom, that wacky Venom spinoff or any of the other things we talked yeah. about, uh, make sure you're on the Facebook page, uh, the Facebook group. That's the Spider-Man Minute Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group over there. Join up and uh, talk about the things that we talked about. Let us know what you think about the idea of a Topher Grace Venom spinoff. Um, and, uh, you know, what, what did you think about, like, the, the supposed plot of this? Yes. Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> Want to know? So so fascinating. Um, all right. Well, uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow with uh, more with these guys and more of Spider-Man Three in minute one twenty-seven. Bye, everybody. Bye. See ya.